I am Natalie. In my work as a healer, therapist and in this podcast, I consult the spirits, guides and counselors. I have been working this way for over 13 years and this connection has existed from the day I entered this world. In this podcast, in the heart of being, a spiritual journey, the spirits, guides and counselors connect me to the layers of being, dimensions and the library of knowledge, where we connect the spirit with the body, which I love to share with you all. My partner in this podcast is Jose, a very dear colleague with the right questions and a vibrant energy. Will you join us in our quest, weaving the unknown into the known? So welcome. Today, Jose and I are going to talk about magic. So we all, well, not all, but most people love magic one way or the other, you know. Some are very attracted to the magical fairy tales, like the the ones we know from uh, Ireland, or others love Harry Potter. But you know, like magic is is almost everywhere in 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 a lot of movies, in books, in in the way people dress. In a way, you look at Japan. You know, they dress like magical creatures. And uh, so, but why do we want to do that? You know, why do we feel so moved by those magical creatures? I believe that it has to do with that we understand or that we know this world exists or that we long for such a world. Well, I once went to Ireland and uh, I was in love with the bookstores. So I bought so many books and uh, I didn't want to pay extra for the luggage when I got back home from island to uh, to Amsterdam so I put on all my clothing so that I could take the books <laughs> as a <laughs> <hand> luggage <laughs> so but when you come in those bookstores it's like magic comes to life you know they have those beautiful books with with all those pictures and paintings and gold and glitter you know Th- this country is is filled with tales tales of creatures of all kind because they say we don't only have like the magical creatures like the the fairies or stuff like that but also the trolls and the dark ones and the banshees for example that is the very uh, heavy energies we rarely talk about you know but it is interesting because where why did we lose it in Europe? This is an interesting question. Where did our magic go? Because if you go to, to other places in South America, it has a different form, but magic is always has its place. You know, like when you go to like, a, in a way, a witch doctor, I will call it like that, or a shaman, or I don't want to call it. They also work with magic. They connect you to the other world. And those books about the magical creatures, but also Lord of the Rings, of Harry Potter, all those, you know, they connect us to the other world that in a way we understand and uh, we want to be part of. It makes us a little bit bigger than, than the human we think we are, but actually we are also magical creatures, but we just forgot. So that's actually something that we lost maybe from inside yeah. through yeah. generations. Yeah, we did. In some places of the world, it's still very uh, vibrant, you know, and and something that is is normal to talk to the other world or to see other things and not only like um, demons, for example, but also other creatures. But when we say something here, like in Europe or in Holland, you say like people look at you like you're 
you are mad, you know, you're not, you're not sane at all. But when we were children, this was our world. And does it also has to do so maybe with the fact that people in, for example, Ireland, or as you just mentioned, South America, or I can also imagine South uh, Africa, maybe are still closer to nature. Yeah, well, there's, there, there is more nature left. Well, Africa in a different way, but still there is, you know. And here we we are more like, um, yeah, we are becoming machines in a way. Every day the same routine. And there you, you are touched by nature. And nature is magic. Yeah. The yeah. way it grows. You know, we, we cannot see it grow, but one day to the next, we see the next leaf and say, what happened? You, you did, didn't grow overnight, but I just noticed you overnight, you know. And even though you have this book about, he's um, called This German Man, The Secret Lives of Trees is a beautiful book. How they are connected to each other, how they feed each other, you know, like with the, with the mycelium is like, is also magic. But in a different way. How do we get it back? It was interesting because I was about to say, <laughs> how can we get it back? <laughs> yeah, how do we get it back? Well, actually it has to do with when, when we are children, we are so open for the world. We explore and we just feel it. Most of the children have an imaginary friend or, or they see other things or... When they read something or look at something, they just become it, you know. So for you, it's just to 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 think as as when you were a child. What did you really love? What touched you? What was magic in your life? So this is a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you were on the spot now. Yeah, what was magic for me? Well, actually, as a child, I was a lot in nature. Mm. So for me, that was quite magical. Period. In my childhood, yeah. And what made it magical for you? What made it magical? Well, maybe the colors, how it felt, how it smelled, um, being grounded. And of course, when you're small, um, also seeing all the animals uh, walking freely around. Uh, I think that's also a big part of it. So, yeah, hmm. I was very fortunate to grow up in yeah kind of forest. So that was a big advantage for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also grew up close to uh, to a forest, so I I know that feeling. But I especially know the feeling that was years later when I did like a vipassana, uh, a silent retreat of ten days in Brazil, and um, you were not allowed to talk for ten days, and you meditated ten hours a day. It was pretty hard, but very interesting. Uh, I can recommend it. The first five days, I just thought, oh, my God, what am I doing here? I'm in Brazil, and I'm just sitting on this on this cushion all day, you know, like I'm wasting my time. I need to get out here. <laughs> and then after five days, it just calmed down. And uh, and in the beginning, you're like, you get so many thoughts and everything, and then it quiets down. And then you come in the magical space. And you just see everything. The leaves, the colors, the animals... I saw a hummingbird, the black spiders, you know, and um, I don't know, all those things. And you're so touched. You feel so united, you know. This is what magic also does, you know. You have magic on different levels. But when you see the magic of life, everything ceases to exist and you start to be. But now magic has a lot to do with uh, creating uh, the perfect person. So it, it went to a whole different thing. If we look at how magic 
how we perceive magic in the world now is like I thought of it and I created it. So it became something different. But it's not the magic I am talking about. Yeah, it feels like the playfulness is out of it. Yeah. It's it's a forcefulness they they use. So I, I want this in my life and I'm going to create it. That's magic. That I don't believe. I say uh, I open for it, you know, and then I let magic, magic touch me, embrace me. And then also those creatures as children that we saw or that we felt, they come back into our lives. But most people are scared for the other world. That's why they, they went hidden. And, you know, I always thought like the Lord of the Rings actually... A very opening up. No, no, no. It's like it's actually how it is. A lot of the magical creatures went underground in a way because their time in our world uh, was over. You know, like when the elves leave, stuff like that. And this is true. A lot of them just just left because there was a time that we went to a different level and that we were more focused about creating things in our lives and there was no place for them and then life becomes hollow because we we need magic we need to be touched by something in a way we do not understand but we truly feel so getting in touch with magic again is getting in touch with the child in you and for you it was nature i loved books until today I can I, I read like five or, or seven books at the same time. I still do. And then I a thing here and a thing there. And then just like my whole imagination just run wild, you know. And that was magic for me. Oh, and, and what was your favorite book then? You still remember? I don't know. I read so many. I read so many. But if we talk about this subject, uh, is there a favorite which you still... What's your, what's your first thought? Well, my first thought is a very dark book. Okay, but that's also, as you said, just right away. Uh, yeah. Magic. It was like, it was called uh, The Mother of David S. Do you know that book? No. It was, was about a mother that her son became addicted. Oh, yeah, of course. This also, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you had several, uh, oh, and I love Thea Beckman. We all love Thea Beckman, you know, like Torch World, you know, that one. So but both are pretty, pretty intense. <laughs> they are, they yeah. are. And that's, you know, the, the magic disappeared in, in those lives, in those books, you know. And with the mother of David S., I thought it was really interesting because how, how far does the love of a mother go, you know? She just gives everything and she knows that in the end she cannot help him. And then one day she decides that she stopped helping him. Huh? And then... This is how it goes. And um, but that there are not books about magic. <laughs> <laughs> but I always felt magic inside me, that I knew that there are things that we can create out of magic, that we can create things out of thin air. You know, also when we get an insight, we get touched by magic. And we don't know where it comes from. So we have the magical creatures, but we have also the magical touch, the magical insight. I saw this book of uh, Stephen Hawkins, and it was about time. And we talked about the other time, beyond time. And I told you, I don't believe in time. And I've seen this book several times. And I thought, interesting book. 
but I didn't bother. And then one day I was walking down the streets and I saw this bookstore and I saw it in the window. I said, okay, now I'm going to buy it. I went in and uh, I bought the book and then I opened it and that was written for Natalie. So this is magic. This is magic. It finds you. It shows you all the time. But sometimes we don't pay attention. But this is magic. And the interesting thing is, in his theory, is that in the beginning he believed in time. And he didn't believe in God or things like that. But during his life, when he got older, he, he said, the way everything is organized, there must be something that is creating it. So this was an interesting twist, you know. But this man was also touched by magic. So magic is is really wide, actually. And it goes beyond the creatures. But this is our first introduction to magic. But magic is being at the right place at the right moment. This is also magic. Need to know when you can love and need to know when you let go. I don't know why they say that. But this is a very, this is also magic. Love is a very magical thing. You know, someone opens the door and comes in and love just ignites. This is magic. We cannot explain it. Well, a hundred of people can come through the door and you're like, mm, I don't care. And then this one person just comes to the door and you're like, oh, you instantly know. So, True. Yeah. yeah. So... We just need to see more of the magic and less of the doing in our lives because that creates a path that is already paved out. Yeah, so it's more seeing, more being open for it. But maybe also we are a little bit built by the society. Yeah, because when we start believing in magic again, we become the magical creatures we are. And then we are free. That's not what other people want because then we are not controllable anymore. And when we become those magical creatures again, when we find this freedom inside ourselves, when magic comes back in our lives, we start creating a whole different world. And sadly but true, there are creatures in this world that like their power. It's not about money. It's never about money. It's about power. And when we find freedom inside ourselves when we become those magical creatures there is no power because we know who we are and then life becomes us huh? next time Jose and I will talk about kindness of the heart how a small act can have an unpredictable outcome a true act of kindness is one without cognition before our thoughts catches along when we are kind to ourselves We are kind to others and we give ourselves and them the permission to blossom and then we truly become free but more about that in our next episode if you have any questions you can leave them in the q a section on spotify or one of the other apps you use for listening to this podcast and then me and Jose will dedicate an episode to just the questions and the answers in the meantime you can connect with us on natalienevely.nl and on instagram in the heart of being. Thank you for listening. See you next time.